0: Good morning. Today is Sunday, December the 3rd, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the fourth quarter of 2023. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called God's Mission, My Mission. And today we're studying lesson number 10. And the reading for today is called A Hebrew in Athens. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the blessings you give us every day. And we thank you for how you take care of us and how you provide for us. And we ask you this morning to please be with us as we study this Bible study guide. And send us your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's reading begins with a question. Read Acts chapter 17 verses 1 through 16. And here's the question. How did Paul wind up in Athens? And how did he respond to what he found there? and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of the leading women. And the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things, and when they had taken money as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea, and when they arrived they went to the Jewish synagogue. And these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scripture daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed and not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men but when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul in Berea also they came there too agitating and stirring up the crowd then the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea but Silas and Timothy remained there those who conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens and after receiving a command from Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible they departed now while paul was waiting for them in athens his spirit was provoked when he saw as his spirit was provoked within him as he saw that the city was full of idols and so how did paul wind up in athens well it seemed from the from uh, the beginning that he passed through a couple of cities Aphipolis and apollonia and then he ended up at thessalonica at thessalonica uh, they were a bit persecuted Uh, this guy named uh, jason was brought up to the authorities he was finally let go when he paid a fine then from there he went to berea and from berea the people from thessalonica came and kicked him out and eventually they sent him to athens And so that's how he ended up in in athens and so what did he find there he found some idols it says at the last in the last part it says and when paul was waiting for them in athens his spirit was provoked within him as he saw that the city was full of idols so his spirit was provoked when he saw that the city was full of idols the city of athens was given over over to idols Knowing the history of his own people and their proclivity, despite the endless warnings to idolatry, Paul was upset at all the idols he found in Athens as well. No question, Paul was motivated by compassion for the Athenians, who would die in their sins if they did not learn of the true God. Today, our cities are still full of idols, even though they are less obvious than what Paul saw. And unfortunately, many believers are fully capable of walking through a city without reacting in the least to its idols. Paul, though, was turned into the Holy Spirit enough to respond. Out of step with some other believers who still didn't grasp that the gospel was for all the world, Paul knew that God wanted the Athenians to be saved along with everyone else. He understood that the global mission concept was to take the gospel to those who were entirely unreached, including idol-worshipping pagans, as well as the philosophers who filled the streets of Athens. Paul, therefore, frequented, frequented the marketplace where these people were to be found. We might say that he formed the first global mission study center, where he used the marketplace to study and test methods of reaching the hearts and minds of these pagans. Paul knew that he could not approach the Athenians in the same way that he had approached the Jews or even the God-fearing Gentiles. These were people whose starting point was not the God of Israel or his works among the nation of Israel. No matter how central these concepts and beliefs were to the Jews, and even to the God-fearing Gentiles, they meant nothing to the people Paul encountered in the Athenian marketplace. Hence, an entirely new approach would be needed. Today, we often seek to reach people whose background has nothing in common with what has been called the Judeo-Christian heritage. Hence, like Paul, we need to adapt an approach might work fine for example in Buenos Aires but it could be useless in Bangkok and now we're done for the reading for today and we have a question and this is the question what kind of idols are people worshiping in your society and how can you open their eyes to how worthless it all is and so uh, my society uh, that would be uh, the United States the northern part of the United States the, uh, the the state of Minnesota the northern part of the state of Minnesota and and more um, e- even more narrow uh, the iron range in Minnesota this is uh, the society where I'm at and so what kind of idols are people worshiping here well you know uh, you'll You might answer this question differently than I might answer it. But, you know, some of these idols are are worshipped in in just in in many places in in this uh, culture that that we're in. And so some idols, um, entertainment maybe, uh, Hollywood, uh, sports, uh, hockey, football, basketball. You know, those might be some of the idols that that, that people worship. Uh, I'm not saying there's something necessarily wrong. Uh, uh, Now, there is a lot of of wrong things in movies, in many of the movies that come from Hollywood. Um, But I'm not saying that every single one of them is is wrong. Uh, There might be some some good ones that come every once in a while. But I'm talking about how people have these as idols. In other words... um, more emphasis than is necessary. Uh, uh, Maybe um, some of the actors in the movies, maybe some of the athletes in sports are maybe almost worshipped. Maybe worship is too a a strong word, but they're definitely put in a place above God. Um, More time is spent. uh, Oh, here's another one. Um, social media social media might also be an idol more time is spent with those things than with God and so um, there, there, there's many different things oh uh, some of the hobbies that we might have that might be idolatry you know and, and in and the, of themselves they might not be a bad thing you know somebody might have a have a hobby of, a, of, of fixing cars well that might not be a bad thing but are they putting it above God Are they putting more time into that than they are uh, thinking about God? And so there's many things that we can have, that we can be worshiping as idols in our society. Um, Even friends, even relatives, we can put those above Uh, Jesus said, he who um, is is not willing, uh, uh, I don't remember the exact words that that he used, but uh, he was talking about... uh, he who is not willing to forsake mother and father or forsake son or, or daughter for my sake is not worthy of me. And so there might be times when uh, we might put our relatives above God. If our relatives uh, ask us to do something that conflicts with what God asks us to do, we might put them above God. And so there, there's many things that we could put above God. And all of these things could be idols. They aren't necessarily idols there's there's some things that that people uh, can can have that one person for one person is an idol but for somebody else it is not an idol and so you know it it varies so much and so uh, I I hesitate to use a blanket statement as you know this is always an idol because it may not be for some person it may be an idol for somebody it may not be an idol and so, these are things that we need to uh, look at and say, am I putting anything above God? Is there anything that I'm placing of more value than of God? And how can we open the eyes of, uh, of society to some of these idols? Um, that might be a, a, a more difficult thing to do. Uh, especially, especially if, um, if they... Uh, if, if it's something that, that that's a very, very big idol for them. And so, um, how can we do this? A lot of prayer, I think. A lot of prayer. Uh, asking God to guide us and to help us. Uh, and, and to invite the people and encourage people to ask God to show them if there's anything that they are placing above him. And that, that might be a good way of helping people see uh, where we might be placing some things as idols in our life by asking God to show us uh, what it is that, that we're doing or if there's something that we're placing above him and uh, so anyway i think that you guys can have a good some good answers to this question as well and if you want to share them in the comments i encourage you to share them in the comments or write them down so you can share them with the class when when we meet on sabbath let us pray our loving heavenly father lord uh there's so many things that satan uses the evil one the enemy uses uh, as as things to take our minds away from God, things that that uh, could be used as idols that we p- would put above God in our daily lives. Father, we ask you to help us uh, examine ourselves, and, and and we ask you to look at us and and examine us and see is there anything that we're placing above you? Is there anything that we are, I I uh, idolat- Uh, idolizing um, uh, something that we are uh, having as an idol in our lives show us help us to see it and uh, help us to put you in first place in our lives help us to surrender completely to you and help us to be willing to let go of anything you want us to let go help us to not like something so much that we say you know i'm never gonna let go of this Um, help us to be willing to let go of anything that you ask us to let go of. Uh, We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us, protect us from any harm, and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue this Bible study guide. It's called God's Mission, My Mission. Thank you, and God bless you.